0: Salah lets down FPL managers again as United score 9. Game week 23 is on the horizon, and our headlines today are Will our captains ever score again? Time to sell Salah and Liverpool defenders? And we ask Who are the best two week punts if you're wildcarding in game week 25? So during recording, about 45, 50 minutes into the podcast, we became aware, thanks to Colm, our guest today, that we've got double game weeks in both game week 24 and game week 25. Uh, So this is all covered and we've added a fourth headline. Just because of the short turnaround, there was no point re-recording the entire podcast. So do keep listening. We do mention the double game weeks uh, later in the podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 202 of FPL Surgery. It's Thursday, the 4th of February, and we are recording straight after work. And right now, we don't even have the Chelsea against Spurs lineup, let alone having watched the game. But with another quick turnaround, we have we have to record tonight to get this episode out as early as possible. Luckily, Josh promised me on the last podcast that Reece James would start, so I have nothing to worry about.
1: I did indeed. I did indeed, mate. He's going to start. And if he doesn't, then uh, we'll, we'll be all calling for uh, two shells head already.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm actually glad there's some kind of distraction um, from that from that Chelsea team sheet because I mean, who knows who knows what it's going to be, and I guess by the time people listen to this, that game's already finished, so this is absolutely pointless discussion. So let's get straight into it. Um, our guest this week is the man who gives us all the press conference news on Twitter. And I mean, he's an essential account to follow and his best FPL finish is 8,448. Please welcome to the podcast, Column Hayes. Column, I don't know if I've pronounced your name correctly, but you said before it was close enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely, Rich. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, the pronunciation has been butchered by many people over the years, so I think you've done very well there.
0: Do you, do you want to let our listeners know how it should be pronounced? And then I'll just continue to...
2: So it's column, but in fairness, it could be column or, or any other number of pronunciations, depending on what your parents decided when you when you were named. So Nice. Well, I was, I was closer than Josh with the pronunciation,
0: so that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a first. But no, honestly, thank you. It is a first. <laughs> but th- no, thank you for coming on. I mean, I don't know if you want to give away your secrets, but obviously you're very well known on Twitter because you do all the press conference roundups and also the embargo tweets in you know, 10, 11 at night. Um I mean, do you want to give away any secrets to that, or should people just follow you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I don't think there's any massive secret. Probably the main one is is a good bit of time on on my hands, which like happens to, has happened to a lot of people, I suppose, since pandemic hit and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I I think I've a bit of a background in in journalism and media work as, as well, so it kind of helps on knowing where to look for quotes and kind of picking out the ones that are relevant for FPL. So. Yeah, hopefully people are enjoying what I'm doing on Twitter, and hopefully I'll be able to keep going with it for another while. Anyway.
0: Yeah, and it's it's quite a nervous wait reading your tweets on like a on a Friday night when. You... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, perfect, perfect. I mean, I guess we will get straight into FPL, straight onto our game weeks. Um, obviously they're going to be our game weeks so far. Um, so, column, do you do you want to start with how how it's going so far before the Chelsea Spurs game?
2: Yeah, sure. So I'm on 67 points at the moment with Sun left to play. I kept and sailed like most other people, so bit of a red arrow, I think. A few hundred, a few thousand places down from 377 to 411k or something like that. So my rank wasn't hectic anyway. But um, yeah, like it's a strange week, I think, because usually you'd be delighted with 67 points, but when you're getting a red arrow, it's kind of just tells you how high the average is and how big the scores have been, especially that Man United game, kind of skewing things slightly, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Did you do any transfers going, in, going into the game week?
2: No, I rolled my transfer, um, so I have two in hand for, for going into 23.
0: Nice, and, and you have Son as well, so you've got Son tonight, and then you got Son against West Brom. so it's a pretty nice position to be in with two free transfers.
2: Yeah, I hope so, anyway, even though like I, when I brought Son in and then saw Spurs game against Brighton, I was like, started immediately to wonder whether I'd actually captain him this weekend, so I guess we'll get on to captain chat later, But um be very interested to see how Spurs get on tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just a shame we have to record before the game, but I guess in a way that's going to mean we haven't got any biases from the game tonight, so that's, maybe it's it's kind of a good thing. Um, We just
1: did it to take your mind off Rhys James, Rich, that's all it was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do appreciate it, because obviously I do a lot of, I do the post-pod kind of stuff, and you do the pre-pod stuff, so I didn't realise we were recording so early until a couple of days ago so i do appreciate it josh
1: quite, i quite like it i mean the little one's still awake so i'm a little bit nervous but i quite like recording after this i've already had my dinner you know do the Have pod, and we got football for the evening i'm just yeah it's a dream
0: sounds good for you i've literally i finished work jumped on a scope call with you haven't had my dinner yet and then i've got to edit but i, I won't complain we'd move on to your team josh <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, similar to Colm actually. I um I uh, rolled my transfer. I captain Salah, uh, and I got Sun to play. So um, yeah, very very similar. I've actually looked at our teams, and they're um that they, they weren't too dissimilar as well for the uh, for the game week. So uh, which I think is, is is the case of a lot of teams at the moment, especially ones obviously that you see on Twitter and stuff, and in your mini leagues. Um, seems to be fairly templatey but after uh, after the next game week the um blanks and doubles and stuff will all start to uh to come out and that's when hopefully people will go in separate directions and it will start to be uh a bit more interesting again
0: you seem to roll every week i mean i can still see you've still got coleman yeah he's all right
1: yeah. Yeah. he played in the um in the plum fixture at home to newcastle last week that went really well <laughs> um and um yeah he's just sitting there he's 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 a lovely little cash cow as well. He's £4.8 he's worth for me. So as soon as that comes around to so all the banks and doubles come out, he's getting sold for a lovely bench boost defender. And um, if I'm honest with you, at that price, I can probably take my pick pretty much.
0: Probably end up being Rudiger or someone. we move on to my team. So I did um, obviously Mane. I got Mane in last week and he was injured as my captain and didn't play. I was pretty sure he was going to be ruled out again. So I did Mane to Son. I agonised over that for a long while. I almost went for Zaha, um, but I think you talked me out of it, Josh. And Zaha obviously got got one point. Then I brought in Trent because I just I just had enough of Rudiger. Um, so I had the Trent and Robertson double up at the back, and I think that's where it's cost me this week. I mean, I'm on 54 minus four with hopefully Reese James to play tonight and and Son. So, I mean, actually, if I didn't see other people's scores, if I didn't see what the average was, I was quite happy with my team this week. I feel like it's done quite well. You know, there wasn't too many blanks, but it's just been such a high-scoring game week, like you both said.
1: I agree. It's, it's yeah. funny like that, isn't it? It's it's. I, I blame James Justin, personally. Yeah.
0: none of, do none with, of Nothing supply. to do
1: with Man United. Honestly, okay. it's, it's all... James Justin is just... He's
2: just trolling all the yeah, non-owners. It makes it
0: worse because I started the season with him. I mean, Colin, have you had James Justin at all this season?
2: I have not had James Justin, which is a bit of a, probably one of the reasons that my rank isn't great. Like, Did you see his um, By the way. Yeah.
1: What was, he really doing? Gold. what was he doing in that position? It's like, like a
0: bonzo, wasn't it? Was, Who's allowing
1: him <laughs> to get there? It's disgusting. Should be right back, you know, should, should be right back where he was, where he was, uh, playing not not uh, the furthest man forward (laughs) no fair play fair play to owners he's um he's definitely uh, been a great pick this season and uh, obviously he's now now getting some attacking returns along with their clean sheets the
0: thing is I went for Trent because I could afford any defender I I mean I looked at Justin for a split second but then I realized Pereira was back so if I was going to go for a Leicester defender it wouldn't have even been Justin it would have been Pereira who I believe got a goal disallowed as well
1: as I mentioned earlier to you Rich I could have gone Coleman to uh to trent I had the exact money to go coleman to Trent, you know right from the bottom of the uh of the of the defender world right to the top but um i held off i rolled my transfer i kept the money in the bank and um yeah i'm pleased yeah, i did
0: whereas i did the minus four to get it i mean that robertson trent cancello backline i thought it would get more than what 10 points
1: but... mate your, your back three this week was if i'm honest with you robertson cancello and trent it was as good as you could get
0: yeah and that's why i did it because i didn't need the money so i thought, why not get trent but it's just not paid off but let's move he on is,
1: he is away to leicester in a couple of game weeks time and we know what happened there last season
0: <laughs> i know people get it on boxing day last boxing day yeah. or last non non-covid boxing day anyway um but if you want to join the fpl surgery patreon please google fpl surgery patreon or go to patreon.com forward slash fpl surgery Andy Portlock, Ron Frosk and Ross from FPL Merch. They're pledging at the highest tier. So they get an extra special mention each week. He's done it once again. We've got Alan has managed to record something. I think he's going to go over the the stats from the last six game weeks. So it's over to Alan. FPL Diagnosis.
3: Hi guys. Alan back with some stats. And uh, we are with a short turnaround recording before the game week is over. So I thought I'd do a roundup of the past six game weeks to tie in with the season long data we had before. This is game week 16 to 21 and the caveat is of course that all of this is fixture dependent but let's look at some defensive numbers we can see minutes per expected goal for instance and man city's fixtures were pretty kind and that sticks out here they have played 225.7 minutes before conceding one expected goals that is about two and a half games of football they are followed by Liverpool at 140 minutes and we've got West Ham making a surprise appearance at third with 122.9 minutes per xG conceded. With Fulham and Sheffield United up next, you could probably safely start your West Ham defensive options. Manchester United have made improvements and now find themselves in fifth with 100 minutes per xg conceded. Brighton are still up there in top at sixth. You'll remember they were third for the season last time we checked but they have had a rather difficult fixture run and still delivered some clean sheets. Their schedule is looking much better now though and their defensive options could be worth taking a look at. West Brom are still clearly the worst team defensively, conceding an expected goal every 48 minutes. Fulham are second worst, followed by Villa, Leeds and Southampton. Worst team going forward in this period are Everton with 171.2 minutes per XG produced, which kind of highlights how much of a fixture-based punt Everton were. But they did face Leeds this game week and Leeds have a knack for bringing out attacking form in their opposing team. Going forward, Everton are followed by a more expected name such as Crystal Palace, Burnley, Newcastle and Sheffield United. Wolves at 6th worst have really suffered without Raul Jimenez. And Southampton at 7th worst haven't really put up good attacking numbers all season. And have relied more on the effectiveness of Ward Prowse's delivery some set pieces and Dunning's clinical finishing. Looking at game week 1 through 16, they were the most overperforming side, scoring 8 more goals than expected. Liverpool were the most underperforming side going forward, scoring 4 goals less than XG data suggests. This is of course in that period when they went without a win in matches against West Brom, Newcastle and Southampton. Second most underperforming were Manchester United with their XG Delta a negative 3.45, although those numbers will have taken a turn after that 9-0 result this game week. Over the past six game weeks, Bruno Fernandes had the highest expected goal involvement at 4.47, followed by Michael Antonio at 3.96. Alexander Lacazette at 7.7% ownership comes third, having scored four goals in this period. And with Villa and Leeds coming up, he might be worth a punt if you plan on wildcarding in game week 25. I guess that's it for this time. Back to you, Rich. Cheers, Alan. And we'll go back to the headlines. First
0: headline, will our captains ever score again? Now, obviously, people who captain Bruno, um, they've had a pretty good return this week. Um, now, our first question, and I, I think a theme amongst this is to do with Son. So we've got Alan asking, is it foolish not to own Son in game week 23? So if, if we come to you first, column. now we all own Son, all three of us. Um, but I mean, do you think it's foolish not to own him?
2: Uh, yeah, I was looking at this question. I don't, I don't think it's foolish not to own him, really, especially after... Spurs' performance at the weekend against Brighton was, I think, fairly disheartening for anyone who did own son. I suppose just the point is that West Brom are so poor in defence and if you ever kind of look at what Allardyce is saying after matches, it tends to be something like, we need to concentrate for 90 minutes at the back and we have to stop conceding stupid goals and just this kind of thing that would not instill confidence if you're a West Brom fan, but if you're going to captain against me, you'd be pretty happy, I think. Um... But Kane won't be back for the weekend, so I, I don't think it's foolish not to own him, but he's definitely like one of two or three standout captain choices, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think the, I, I think the word would be, wouldn't it, it would be scary. Um, as, hmm. as, as someone where I didn't have Salah the first game week, I didn't have Bruno against Leeds, and I just thought, you know, I'd, a bit like C- Kane against Cardiff a few years ago, I don't know if you remember that, where you, just, you either went for him or you avoided them. Mm. and avoiding players like that was good, but I just feel like this season's been very hard to avoid certain players, as in there's been a lot of punishment not going for the template picks, apart from captains in, in the last couple of game weeks anyway. Yeah,
1: definitely recently.
0: Yeah, but that's changed quite quickly, because that's obviously Salah game week one's the, the prime example, isn't it? Um, And the Son captaincy almost feels a bit like
2: that. Yeah, I, I can see that argument, right, and he's, I think he's 56% on, so yeah, like... Yeah. It's a lot, one them, a lot of those gippy
1: So a lot of them would be dead teams, and uh, mm. you know, casuals. Is, sorry to use the, the term, but I think that you know, <laughs> if you're, if you're,
0: they're probably above me, Josh. If you've got, if you've got, got a respectable
1: well. rank, I don't think that you know, Sun is is like if you looked at Sun's ownership in the top 10K, I think it's a lot lower than it is overall. Um yeah. So I think a lot of people have moved on from him. Put it that way.
0: I mean, we've got a question from Iceman who says, obviously, following from the above question, so Alan's question, is Rashford to Son worth it? What if United score another nine goals? Will that happen every week? So I think we can all safely say that United won't score nine goals every week. Um, but Colin, if you had Rashford, for example, and didn't have Son, how, how do you think about a move like that? It's, it's difficult, isn't it? It's...
2: That, that's particularly difficult. I, I suppose a lot of that would depend on if he's only got money f- to go to Son from Rashford, even though that seems unlikely because everybody's got funds in the bag at the moment. Like I would probably say if you're going to captain Son, might be all right, but then United have Everton at home this weekend, then they've West Brom away, then they've Newcastle away, or sorry, at home in Game of 25. So I, I'm not sure if I really would be big on selling Rashford no, right and,
0: and now. Then, yeah, I agree. And then Son has got. Man City after this easy game so you go from the easiest game to, to the hardest game <laughs> I mean what do you reckon Josh?
1: I think one easy way of looking at Sun is if you um, are looking to use your wildcard game week 25 um, and I think so they're next to obviously after tonight they've got West Brom at home City away now um, I think if you're definitely going to wildcard 25 personally if you don't have him don't think he's worth bringing in for those two games purely because the the second game away to city is not great i think there's also other captaincy options this week instead of him uh, this week coming up um however if you aren't going to wild card uh 25 um so essentially uh, you're going into 26, game week, double game week 26 without a wild card, then I think it's worth bringing him in because I think that they should have the best double game week, game week 26, and he obviously is a captaincy option or even triple captaincy option for that double game week.
0: I guess the counterpoint to that would be that the Kane... Let's say Kane's back for that double. Kane's probably well no Kane is. I'm going to say Kane's the better captain option than Son. Yeah, but
1: you're 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 talking about a Kane that's only just returned from being injured for what it will end up being about four matches.
0: That's nothing for him. He's used to coming back from injuries and he <laughs> he tends Yeah,
1: to I just fall. for me, I've, I I think putting a captaincy or even a triple captaincy on a player who's just returned from injury, a bit risky. A bit risky. I got I got burnt on it a couple of seasons ago with KDB. Actually, got injured again, and so. Um I yeah, I I'd still personally out of the two of them side with Sun, he is also cheaper. Um and it so therefore enables, you know, a little bit more money to spread around the rest of your team for your for your double game week twenty six team. But that's for me, that would be the deciding factor. So maybe think, you know, if people are struggling with it, maybe think, you know, when when do I need him for? If I need him for the next two, maybe not. But if I need him for twenty six as well, then maybe that's a it's a good time to get him in now and then I've got him for that as well
0: yeah I mean maybe she should move on to like alternative captains anyway because obviously we're not going to have seen the Spurs game tonight before before making that decision and there are a lot of alternative captains Um, So, Jeff Pedder asked, you know, the best captain for game week 23, is it Son uh, or someone totally different? And he's thrown out three names, three strikers, Bamford, Antonio and Wilson. We've also got Stuart Entwistle asked a question on Twitter. He sat inside the top 50K with steady scoring. He's on eight captaincy blanks in a row, which I think a lot of people are. You know, he's had five Salah captain blanks, KDB, Bruno and Gundogan. Is it time to go for less obvious picks as the rest of our team is scoring well enough? So, I mean, Colm, are there any standout alternative captain picks you're looking at? Or or even, who, who's your captain going to be this week?
2: Yeah, well, I, I only changed it right before the pod, but I had Bruno bust and I changed it to Son. Don't know why. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just like, you know, in, in two minds over it, really, I guess. But, like, I still obviously haven't seen the game tonight, the Spurs game yet. So, I would say I'm between the two of those. Um, I think Antonio is a great option.
1: Between Bruno and Son? Yeah, yeah. Yeah that's what I said to Rich but um, he never captains Bruno apparently.
0: I, I've oh. never captained Bruno yet but then I mean when I avoided Bruno when he blanked and 180% of people had him I still got less points because I had owned but yeah.
3: Oden, <laughs> yeah.
0: So do you think Colin it's it's between Bruno and Son for you then? It's hard to say before the game's played tonight isn't it but I mean it sounds like you're pretty settled. or?
2: Yeah I, I probably am between the two of them I think and like I think I I right now would be swayed by the way I just looked at it again. I think and I just saw the West Brom game and it's just so hard to resist captaining against them. But I guess if, if Spurs put in a horrendous attacking performance again, you might be slightly tempted by by Bruno. Um, just on some other picks, I think that Jeff might have mentioned Antonio definitely a a good pick away to Fulham. I think Josh, maybe you tweeted Antonio's stats for the last four is XG I is did. pretty high.
1: I did, and I think he's great to own. Um, but honestly, I, I I wince every time he, he runs for the ball because I think his <laughs> hands are going to go again. So the thought yeah. of having the captaincy on him, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm quite happy just owning him at the moment. And if I'm honest with you, since I and a lot of others punted on him for game week 19. I was a little bit nervous about that one because mm. I thought, is he
3: really going to play
1: like both games? And he did. He played he played um, almost 90 minutes both games, came obviously away with two goals. He's been great since then. But I kind of, you know, was a little bit concerned then and he's done better than I expected from a minutes perspective. And obviously his output's been great too, but Yeah, not for me. I don't think. I think for me, it's 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 purely Sun or Bruno. I think. I I very just sorry. One last thing, Rich. I was just going to say, I'm very. You know, I like to keep my captaincies on the premium players. Um, And apart from Gundogan, who, if I'm honest with you, recently has been playing like a premium player in terms of his point scoring and obviously the team that he plays for. I, I like to keep it on the the big teams, top four, top six, and the big players, and that's you know just the way I play. Unless obviously a smaller team's got a double game week and they are maybe the only team that double or you know with one other.
0: Yeah, I was I was just gonna say. I mean, I think I I mean I had Antonio vice captain at at the weekend, um, and I really like him as a captain option this week, which is which is strange because I I never really thought I was as big on him as you are Josh, because obviously he's an ex Reading player. I saw him make his debut when he was 18 and he's a very different player to how he was back then. He used to be a bit of a, you know, it was just all pace, headless chicken. And now he seems a lot slower, but he's stronger. um, Yeah. And I mean, those stats just stand out so much. Um, I know I mean, what you
1: mean. I mean, yeah. he, you know, his stats were great before the Norwich game last season, and and that that was the thing that was that was away from home as well, wasn't it? The Norwich and, game, yeah. His yeah. stats were
0: huge before that as well, and he, and he was a midfielder last year, wasn't he? So this
1: game kind of screams the same, but yeah, it's it's just the it's just the the the, 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 uh, the injuries that just still
0: yeah. have he me. He did a bit, lit, He did a bit of a Calvert Lewin this week. He got two attacking returns, no bonus, which which was surprising. Calvert-Lewin got bonus? No, that's what I mean. Normally, Calvert-Lewin doesn't get bonus, whereas this oh, week okay. he scored one and got bonus, whereas Antonio got two attacking returns and didn't get a
1: bit bonus. Like, bit, a bit of an Ollie Watkins.
0: A bit of an Ollie Watkins, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does actually... I think he's just it, missing... <laughs>
1: it's just missing big chances that's what it is every time a player like that misses big chances you know they they um you know it comes down hard on them in he's terms just of getting
0: so uh, many chances and obviously he's got jesse lingard in the team now as well so that's Chief gonna make <laughs> the world cup semi-finalist um but we've got a question <laughs> from uh dirty clean sheets so how to nail captaincy so dirty clean sheets has had two vice captains So no, so his vice captains have outscored his captain by 108 points since game week 13 would have brought me into the top hundred. I mean, I don't know a way to sort that. I mean, I guess you could captain Reece James, couldn't you? And then keep your vice captain the same. That'd probably be probably,
3: probably, <laughs> probably
0: one way to do it. I, I don't know how we answer that, really. There's just been a lot of captaincy blanks, really. You've had to absolutely nail it to get the right ones. I the mean, problem, you had to have Bruno this week. You had to have Gundogan uh, against West Brom and not Foden, for example. The problem
1: occurred, I think, when KDB got injured. The problem occurred then because when KDB was fit, it was looking quite simple, the captaincy. Um, and I think that he would have definitely have helped with some of those. And obviously, the great thing about KDB getting injured is, is those like us who moved to Gundigan have had a load of money to play with, which is, which is great. And Gundigan's still been bringing in the points, um, apart from his captaincy last week. But I kind of feel that, you know, you've just got to keep it simple. Don't overthink it. I think that the, the, best, the best one thing to look at when captaincy is, is opposition. Um, and I think there was something that, that Josh Bull, last season's winner, did that said when it comes to transfers, um, look at players in form. But when it comes to captaincy, look at fixture. And something to bear in mind um, is, is is look at who the opposition are. But the only caveat to that that's becoming difficult is that if you look at the opposition who who's been targeted recently, It's been a Bruno Blank against Sheffield United, a Gundogan Blank against Sheffield United and a Salah Blank against Brighton. So you can't say you're not targeting the opposition. Their defensive stats have been better recently, but they are still two teams that have been in the bottom four in the league.
0: Mm, I think Salah was more of a more of a form pick. I mean, obviously... We all, well, and that's form based on one game. I mean, we all captained Salah. Um, yeah. So Colin, I mean, why did you, why did you captain Salah? Was it more form or was it the fixture?
2: Uh, I think it was a bit of both, to be honest. I also think like I know I know people are getting a bit annoyed about the Mo Blank and and Bruno's huge haul, but I I think you just have to look at your decision and not look at how it turned out. Like so. Yeah. I mean, Bruno had just an assist up to whatever 88 minutes against Southampton against ten men, and the the red card that Bednarik got is actually after being overturned, which was you know that was the foul that gave Bruno a penalty and stuff. So it's really it swings and roundabouts like.
0: I agree. There's there's such thin margins with the. For me, play. it was all about Mane. Um,
1: you know, I've mentioned time and time again about Salah's stats and uh, points without Mane. And it was all down to that, really. If, if Klopp had said Mane's fit, I honestly, honestly, honestly would have gone for Bruno. Because uh, Salah with Mane against Brighton, I didn't fancy it. But Salah without Mane, apart from the big boys like City, I'd, I'd captain him against anyone. Because his his stats and, and, and hauls uh, and are just ridiculous when Mane's not in the team.
0: Well, we kind of moved on to our second headline now. So our next headline is time to sell Salah and Liverpool defenders. So we've got a question on Slack. Oli Lewinsky's quite simply said, is it time to just sell all Liverpool assets? Which obviously is not something I want to hear as (laughs) as I've got three of them. And then you're going to have to help me out here, Colm. Who's asked the question on Twitter?
2: Uh, It's Colm O'Connlig, I think. There we go.
0: And he's You're asked, rich,
2: is, you bowled it you got out of that
1: i said it, to you <laughs> you've got to try this on the pod today we've
0: got, we've got an expert in so it's fine is, that, no. is, is, it, is, <laughs> you, is it you, is you it.
1: fluked it that the <laughs> poll's
0: got the perfect uh pronunciation for him yeah well, there you go so is it time to ditch robo who are the best replacements for double game week 26 in mind so they're the two questions we got on this topic so I mean, we start with you, Colin. What Liverpool players do you have? And, I mean, what are you thinking about Liverpool players right now?
2: Uh, I suppose I'm in a pretty nice situation of only having Salah because I mm. suppose the defenders are, are causing more of an issue at the moment. I mean, you could definitely, like, you could look at stats, form, and all what's happened with Salah in the last couple of weeks. But the main thing, I think, with him is that he's a pretty good shot at having a double game week 26. So I think it's kind of like Josh said with Son as well that, you have to look at whether you're going to wildcard or not, because I, I'm guessing even after seeing Salah last night, that if you've got a double game week that includes Sheffield United, I think the other game would be Chelsea, if if Chelsea beat Barnsley in the cup, um, mm-hmm. and you'll probably want him in for that, I would guess. So if, if it's a case of selling him and not being able to get back, then I probably wouldn't. I mean, but if you're wildcarding in 26 and you want to get rid of him now, I wouldn't have a massive problem with it, because Man City have just been so mean at the back i think they've conceded maybe one big chance in their last five matches so it it does it depends i think on your on your strategy and obviously other fires in your squad too
0: yeah brilliant what do you think josh what's your what's your take on it i think that because of certain other
1: premiums being injured at the moment like kdb and um kane i don't think there's the real need to sell it was the same um week before last I think it was when we were chatting about you know getting rid of Salah I I don't think that people need the money at the moment I don't think there's anyone else apart from Sun who's worth moving to and there's probably easier routes for people to Sun than selling Salah so right now I think it's 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 a little bit luxury if for some reason someone was wild carding this week then yes definitely viable if again someone is Dead set on wild card in game week twenty five. Do you need Salah for the next two uh, at home to City and away to Leicester? Definitely not. Take him out. Get someone in who's got better fixtures and who's who's you know likely to to to, to score more points. But I think if you are you know debating whether to keep the captaincy or intending uh, captaincy uh, debating whether to keep the wild card or intending on keeping the wild card then yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother. I'd, I'd just stick with him.
0: Yeah, it's why I wasn't that upset with going with Trent last week, because I mean, I knew a lot of people were going to be captain in Salah. And I mean, it always goes back to something, Stefan, I think at the end of last season, I was a guest on this pod and Stefan said about, you know, keeping your money on the table. And I don't really need like need all this money in the bank. So I was happy to go for Trent. I, I actually think recently Trent's looked a bit better than and Robertson, for example. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. From attacking perspective, he's been getting in the box a lot more. A yeah,
0: lot. and even why oh that is what with Trent.
1: What,
0: yeah, I, I, I think no. Robertson doesn't look it like he did earlier in the season, does he? He looks a I lot more withdrawn. I think it might be
1: because um, Jordan Henderson's been playing centre back because a lot of the time Jordan Henderson puts in balls from the right, so essentially it's been Trent almost making up the creativity on his own from one side rather than along with Henderson.
0: Yeah. It's just probably it,
1: overthinking it, but
0: no, but no, it's been a noticeable change just from watching the oh, game.
1: Big time. His stats but, yeah. are ridiculous trends yeah. at the moment. I mean, I know it sounds, sounds crazy to say, but they're up there with Luke Shaw. Um, and, um, <laughs> Luke Shaw's are actually better, but trends are, are up there, you know, 7.3 yeah. million Trents are up there with 4.8 million, uh, Luke Shaw, who, uh, We all wrote off not long ago.
0: I also think Liverpool have been unlucky to concede the last couple of games. Um, I mean, well, three of the last four, really, because Burnley, obviously, they were, I mean, they didn't look impressive going forward, but there was a very, very late penalty uh, that Ashley Barnes scored. West Ham game, it was a very, very late Dawson header from from a set piece when they were already, you know, already winning. And then, obviously, the Brighton game yesterday, it was a bit of a scrappy goal. And we didn't know Alisson was going to be yeah, out. Yeah, that was uh,
1: key. That was as well. Yeah, that was
0: and key. again, it was another thing. I was listening to the Hub podcast, um, and Adam Adam was saying about how so much stuff's changed after the deadline. So we set our teams. So obviously, I did a hit for Trent. And then Alisson's out. I mean, that changes quite a lot. It was the same last week where Mane was out after the deadline. And a lot more people would have kept in Salah. Obviously, I wouldn't have captain in Mane that week.
3: So. Yeah.
1: A lot. I would have definitely have captained Salah. Like I said earlier, if I hear whenever Mane is not playing, a rel- of, unless it's like a, sit, a game against City, you know, he would always be my captain for that reason.
0: I guess with Mo, we could look at the look at the fixture and say, well, when, when we're next going to captain him. So I mean, Colin, uh, do you, I mean, have you thought much about when you're next captain him? Obviously, for for his for his price. I mean, I guess a lot of people are going to avoid him this week. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I guess avoiding this week and probably avoiding against Leicester as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose, I suppose it's probably going to be game week 26 if he's got a double, you'd imagine.
3: Yeah,
0: because got, they've got Sheffield United away as well, haven't they? Yeah,
2: yeah so no one's going to captain him then though that week, are they? Depends what how the it? fixtures land, to be fair. Probably going to be one for Man City. Didn't you, say,
1: didn't you say Chelsea would be the other game? Yeah, it'd be Chelsea at home, Sheffield United yeah. away. Yeah. I think the captaincies will be on Son and Kane that week, personally. But then, yeah, 27, Fulham at home. So, I think unless you're wildcarding, 25, I think just just hold on to him. I think it's going to be one of those. If you get rid, you're going to want want back in another few a few more game weeks time. Anyway.
0: I think that's the thing. I think if people haven't got Son, then they might have a decision to make. But oh, I think I'd still rather have Salah than than Son. Uh, 'Cause I, I don't see how someone's gonna have a plan, you know, you're gonna do money uh, sorry, you're gonna do Salah to Son, then you've got a load of money in the bank, where are you gonna spend that money? It's it's becoming a bit of a joke how much money some teams some teams have got. But
2: <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the the argument of like, you know, that you shouldn't hold Salah unless you're captaining because he's so expensive doesn't really hold when you've nowhere else to put the funds.
0: No, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And I mean that was that that was actually an actually excuse I used the first game week that I'm not gonna captain Salah. And obviously that worked out horrifically, but but no no it's a really good point there, column that it it doesn't matter. It's the same with Bruno, I suppose as well, because um, a, a lot of people weren't happy with Bruno until obviously he got 17 points against Southampton. Mm. But prior to that, he hadn't done anything since game week 17 against against Villa. But
2: yeah, absolutely, and like the other the other thing on the lack of premium assets is that. Kane and Verdi could both be back. Verdi could be back this weekend and Kane could be back next week. So you know, you might look at it differently after Game Week twenty twenty-three and you could decide to move sell on then if you want to reinvest funds somewhere else. But right now there's there's not that many places to go, as you say, besides Sun.
0: No, that's 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 the balance. And I guess KDB as well. But yeah, I guess that's the, the balancing yeah. act where I've I invested in Trent's and I've got barely any money in the bank but it's just, I don't know. It's just that, that, that phrase definitely used, that, you know, keeping your money on the table. Um, I, I always fancy these premiums. They can go off at any time. Uh, Should we move on now to our, to our third headline? So our third headline is who are the best two, best two week punts if wildcarding in game week 25. So we're looking at really, really short term here. If if someone's game week wildcarding in game week 25, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of winging it at the moment. I'm not, you know, I don't have a plan for when I'm going to wildcard. card, but Slack. So Emma asks best defenders to bring in before wildcard card, before game week thirty, please. So
1: yeah, she's looking a little bit more long term.
0: Yeah, a little bit more long term, but that, that's fine. I mean, we could go through we could go through both really, couldn't we? But yeah, I guess the majority of us are looking really, really short term. Um, so I mean, Josh, do you want to do you want to start on that one? I was just going to look at the fixture
1: ticker actually, just for the next two fixtures. So uh, West Ham are top. Um, they've got Fulham away, Sheffield United at home. Then Crystal Palace, a second. They've got Leeds away, Burnley at home. Chelsea, a third. They've got Sheffield United away, Newcastle at home. Man United, a fourth. Everton at home, West Brom away. So that's your kind of four teams that have got the best fixtures. Obviously, three good ones in there West Ham, Chelsea, and United. Palace, not so much, especially when they've there's a good chance Zaha's out as well I mean it's a tough one really because West Ham are already very highly owned uh both defensively and attacking yeah wise. and
0: you might want yeah so you might want spots for Antonio and so- 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 check as well
1: yeah um Palace apart from Zaha in my opinion are, I mean I'll come on to my differential when we do that later but there's not really many options there. Chelsea is a bit of a question mark which team's going to get rolled out each week. Um, so then it comes to United and most people own Bruno. Um, so it's, I guess it's looking at defensive options or doubling up in attack alongside Bruno. So it's, it's, it's I think it's... Um, there's three great teams there, but I don't think it's as, it's it, there's going to be as much investment as as uh, as expected, really.
0: Well, I think a lot of people, because I mean, both of you, for example, have got two two City defenders. We're we're all tripled up on on City, and I don't think people are going to be selling City defenders willy nilly either. So, um, I mean, Column, if we come to you first, I mean, do you think? Uh, I mean, you obviously, I, d- I assume you're not going to be selling City defenders, so you probably only got one other spot for a defender.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's any chance of, of selling City at the moment. I think for, for Emma's question, like, before game week 30, I would definitely be targeting City off the bat straight away, even though they're playing Liverpool. I think especially if you don't have Cancelo, would probably, like, prioritise getting City defence if you don't happen to have it. And, yeah, if you do, I, I agree with Josh. I had, I had Man United, West Ham and Chelsea written down. So, um, I mean... We talked about Shaw already. I think one bissaka is clearly a good option. I know he's, he's just kind of had his hauls so here, kind of like, oh, is he going to get another one? Maguire is another option. Um, I think Cresswell is a decent option for West Ham. He's actually 5.6 now, which seems quite expensive for West Ham left-back. Up, shut
0: up, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah shut yeah. up. Yeah, a bit like Zoom, crazy. Crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure like you know, he's got a good, good amount of assists, but two of them were like, I remember one for Pablo Farnell's back early in the season was like he hoofed a ball in the air and Fornells just magicked it down and scored or whatever. And <laughs> Weirdly
1: another enough, um, Creswell's <laughs> stats were actually better when he was playing as the left-sided centre back of the back three than he is at left back. I think. Yeah. Our, um,
2: yeah.
1: I think he. For some reason, I don't know if he was doing a bit of a Sheffield United overlapping centre-backs or whatever, but he was putting a lot more balls into the box then.
2: Yeah, I remember that actually, just looking at like um, average position maps and stuff when Masuaku was playing. And sometimes Cresswell would be further ahead of Masuaku on an average position basis. It was crazy. So they, they were, I think they were playing to get him into those crossing positions, whereas I guess in a back four, he might be finding it harder to, you know... For space to be made from depending on who's playing ahead of them and stuff, so that kinda of makes sense.
0: The um the Chelsea pictures make me a bit sad because obviously when I tripled up on the Chelsea defenders early in the season, it was for the Sheffield United and Newcastle, those two games, and they're the they're the next two games, you know, that Chelsea got Sheffield United and Newcastle. But like Josh says, they're just so hard to predict. Um I guess Rudiger would be if he if he's played tonight, which we don't we don't know. Four minutes. Four minutes and yeah, twelve years. Minutes. That he he'd, can... he'd be the boring pick, <laughs> wouldn't he? You know, 4.5 million. He can just, you know, just just fill in there. And obviously... It's great value. He's great. And he's got
1: a goal in him as well.
0: Yeah, we have to... we have to. I think we have to briefly talk about, before we round up defenders, about Brighton. Because obviously they've had, you know, very tough fixtures. And, you know, they've been putting up the points, Um, the, these Brighton defenders. So I think we have to give a little bit of a shout out to them. And, Definitely. You know, yeah, and if they get a double game week, their double game week looks absolutely incredible. They've
1: got to be, is it right, they've got to beat Leicester in the FA Cup to get a double game week, I think. That's,
0: that's the only yeah. thing. Because yeah, they don't have the any end.
1: games in hand. But um, I was just going to say, in answer to uh, to Emma's question, actually, I just looked at the fixture ticker again, but um, right up to, obviously, if you were wild carding, um, I guess, so I guess you'd be wild carding 30, yeah, in game week, 30 after blank game blank game week 29, um Palace atop, again you know not sure there's that many options are they that great defensively at the moment not really, bright in a second, um, Villa a third they look like they've gone a little bit downhill defensively, so I'd say yeah if she's looking for I'm not 100 sure of her team but if she has presumably got two City defenders and she's looking for someone to go alongside. You know, Brighton-wise defensively, I think you've just got to go straight for the most nailed, the most nailed one in Lewis Dunk, really.
0: Yeah, and if you want to go really short-term, like really short-term, you could just go for a Spares defender against West Brom. Uh, Obviously, they've got City the week after, haven't they? But I mean, if you've got some kind of rotation and you can pick out, you know, what Spares defenders are going to play this week, uh, I mean, you couldn't go wrong. With a, with a Tottenham defender against West Brom, to be honest. Should we move on to, we've got a question on, on Twitter. So, FPL Goddard's, with wildcard in hand, is it time to have a bit of fun with some differential punts, seeing as the template picks of Salah, Bruno, Son have all had recent frequent blanks? So, Colm, do you have any, any, any punts you're thinking of? I mean, we've also got a question actually from Harv, asking if, is Lingard essential? So, I don't know <laughs> if he'd be one of yours, but
2: i think i replied to him on twitter immediately saying yes so (laughs) that's my answer (laughs) no i mean yeah sure like is is lingard an an option i suppose if you really wanted a punt but i mean sucek is like 0.2 million more and i don't think anyone needs to, to explain to them which one you should go for um i did see that question about you know getting more aggressive and i think he's trying to win mini leagues and stuff like that but I, I would probably give boring advice of like you know if, if good planning has kind of had your rank, keep with it and like kind of trust the the decisions on the captains. I kind of agree with Josh that like mostly you're trying to look at putting the armband on premium players and and like that over a season you'll you'll get your hauls now and then. Obviously you're going to miss some and you're going to get some blanks probably unless you're having an incredible season. But yeah, I, I don't news. think
1: breaking news: Reece James starts.
0: Oh, ha ha. ha. <laughs> Are you I sure? You. I told you. Right, they've they've lost that. this is very boring for the listeners. They already know they already know he scored a brace. So, sorry <laughs> Colin, continue. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I was actually just going to say while Josh is breaking news, um the double a double game where 24 and 25 is after being announced while we're on air, So, that is interesting.
0: Oh wow, is um, that the Everton game or the Southampton
2: game? Uh, so it's a it's a bit of both so Man City, Everton, Burnley, and Fulham have a double game with twenty-four, and then Leeds and Southampton have a double game with twenty-five.
0: Oh
1: wow! Wow! <laughs>
2: wow.
0: Did that just come out? <laughs> this is the danger. I've just seen the link now that you've sent on Skype. Thank you. <laughs> this is yeah, that's that's a game changer for most of the episode, but we, we, we're we just we're just soldier on because I mean,
2: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah, so maybe that would change change some of our some of our opinions on things. Um, Ted's exploded Yeah, and I mean Lingard So he hasn't had a double game week announced So that's probably, you know Maybe makes him less essential
2: <laughs> Yeah, just, just a little bit less essential For Lingard Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, So, yeah if, if I think, you know, more so talking For Suchek and Antonio and players like that I think short-term, really good Investments um, If they do have a double game week in 26 If they beat United in the Cup It'll be Man City away and Arsenal at home, so it's not that tempting. But I mean, yeah, the, the next two are are really good for West Ham, so I wouldn't really have a, I wouldn't be avoiding them just because their possible double might be bad kind of thing.
0: I've just noticed how how good Burnley's double game week in 24 is. They got Palace away and then then Fulham at home. So be- <laughs> beautiful,
2: except they can't score a goal.
0: No, so maybe may, but maybe then that goes back to our defender questions. This is almost like a live stream now, but let's just go with it. So maybe with Emma's question, we can start looking at um, looking at the defenders. And I know Josh was on the scout class the other day and was all over Ben. Me nee. that was the my main takeaway from that. So, <laughs> Although my
1: differential was Luke Shaw. Don't 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 uh, don't forget that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: he only played forty five minutes.
1: But he got two assists and uh, apparently it was man of the match.
0: <laughs> but no seriously baby burnley defenders could be ones we look at you know with palace away full of at home so that's perfect i mean let's go for the piss break and then let's go through some questions so the ice man's piss break is of course sponsored by fpl merch with custom-made mugs trophies and even wooden spoons on sale right now use the code piss break for an extra 20 percent off at fplmerch.com so yeah just go to fplmerch.com and i mean i'm probably going to be ordering myself a wooden spoon Welcome back, listeners. So, literally, as you may have realised before the piss break, we became aware of these double game weeks that have been announced You know, while we're recording. So, we're going to add a fourth headline. Uh, this headline's basically to do with the double game weeks that have just been announced in double game week 24 and double game week 25. Just to s- quickly run through them, we've got Man City, we've got Spurs at home, then Everton away. Everton, they've got Fulham at home and Manchester City at home. Burnley... Have Palace away and Fulham at home. Fulham have Everton away and Burnley away. So there are double game week 24. So that's City, Everton, Burnley, and Fulham. Then in game week 25, uh, Leeds will have Leeds and Southampton have both got doubles as well. So Leeds will have Wolves away and Southampton at home. Southampton will have Chelsea at home and Leeds away. So we go to our guest first of all column. Now for, one that for me that stands out is those Burnley fixtures. Uh, obviously from a defensive point of view. Um, is there anything that stands out, stands out for you? Uh,
2: I mean, I, I, I guess it's pretty obvious and a lot of people are already have triple City, but straight away I'd be looking at City's fixtures and adding a third player if I didn't have one, even though I know they're, I know they're playing Liverpool at the weekend and, and you could wait, to be fair, till the following week, but they've just been so mean in defence and pretty good going forward um, that they would kind of... They kind of catch my eye. Um, yeah, I agree with you on Burnley as well. I think you're probably going to give a bit of a Nick Pope spiel yourself. But um,
0: <laughs> you can do like, it. Yeah,
2: Matt, Matt Loughton, James Tarkowski, Ben Mee, any of those three. Um, I unfortunately have owned Charlie Taylor. Actually, I think I've owned him all season. And he's been injured for, you know, he's been touch and go according to Sean Dyche for about four weeks. Uh, so I guess I'll hang on to him a bit, little bit longer. I suppose the main thing, and that is, he might or might not be fit, so I probably wouldn't cheap out on Eric Peters. I think Lawton's probably only about 0.2 more than him anyway. So yeah, Burnley seemed like a, a solid investment. Um, and then I guess for people who are possibly getting a bit itchy with Calvert Lewin, double game week in 24 is pretty easy hold now. I think. Yeah. He's getting itchy. <laughs> <What was> Lewis <Calvert-Lewin? laughs> with nine points last night. Yeah. yeah, I well I like personally I had brought him in so I wasn't going to be getting too too annoyed but I think Same. I felt like people were were pretty irritated by his blank against Newcastle after they would brought him in and possibly captained them. I think it was more that
1: most of them me included it was that you that they let they lost Bamford for him that you know if you'd have lost a, a striker who blanked for him the who blanked you know it would have been annoying but it's not the end of the world. But to lose um, one of the highest scorers of the game week that week was um, pretty tough to take. But he outscored Bamford last night. So, <laughs> you know, he made up for it a bit.
0: I mean, with 24, he'd be one of the few strikers with a double unless... Because I doubt many people have Jesus. I think Wood Wood's injured at the moment, isn't he? Uh,
1: well, I wouldn't go yeah. either. I Lanzes, think
0: actually... No, but that's what I mean. So, Calvert-Lewin's the only real striker. Because otherwise, you'll have to yes. be Mitrovic, Jesus, Wood. So twenty four was.
1: Just really good recently, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's there's no point. It's just like you'd rather play you'd rather play uh you know a single game week striker with a decent fixture.
0: Yeah, and I think to go back to Emma's question because obviously Emma asked just before we went for the piss break and found out about the doubles. Um, she obviously asked about defenders to bring in. So now suddenly that you know Burnley look a little bit better because you can get you know a fairly decent fixture this week from a Burnley defender. Then you get a very nice double game week that's almost quite reminiscent of that Brighton double game week we had, where a lot of people captain Duffy. We had Dunk, we had it, Ryan. Um, no, you know, go, yeah. I, I think Pope could be a captain option that week.
1: No, I do. I do agree with that though. I think the yeah. thing is as well is that um, with with a goalkeeper, particularly Pope, you've got a bit of a higher sea, higher floor, sorry, than you have with a, a defender like Duffy in the past. Um,
0: Duffy had a goal threat back then. I'm not, but <laughs> no one expected them to get beaten that heavily. And then the week after, they did all right. So
1: no, did I tell you I went to that to the second game of that double game week? Yeah. Captain well, Duffy. Yeah, Captain Duffy. Um, and I went to. Did they, they lose the first game four nil? Didn't they? And then they played Cardiff. Was that one of them? That was the second game, so they lost four nil. Can't remember who it was against. Oh, it was yeah, Bournemouth.
0: Bournemouth. Yeah, but Bournemouth. That how, was it. It's
1: that that was it. Double game week. Bournemouth and. It is I the know, same. and so I went. <laughs> so based on my, my my work colleague, uh, he's a Brighton fan, and he was like, "I've got tickets. Do, do you want to come?" And I was like, "Yeah, brilliant." So off I went to Brighton for the night. Bearing in mind I live in Surrey, and uh, and yeah, Duffy captain. I was like, "Come on, save the game week." They lost two nil to Cardiff and I got to get the train home and it was about two hours on the train sat there just thinking what the hell have I done captaining Shane Duffy
0: I, in a double game I week. Would, I wasn't angry about that because I'll do the same thing every time and maybe the Burnley thing's the same I mean you know that meme the office the American office where she's like it's the same picture I'm like I think Bournemouth <laughs> Cardiff and Palace Fulham sounds like pretty pretty similar that's what
1: i say though i think pope he'd at least have a better floor because of save points and he and he's a bonus magnet as well but i do i think you know you wouldn't go yeah i'm gonna i'd definitely captain tarkowski or ben me which basically is what you're doing with duffy yeah
2: yeah but the the only thing is like would you really captain pope over any of your Man
0: City assets.
1: That's the thing, isn't it? The <laughs> City games, though. Are, the City games are tough, though. Home to Spurs, away to Everton. Is it tough, right? though, actually? Got yeah, that's the, what I was and, thinking,
2: too.
0: Quite blunt attacks, really. Mm. Oh, well, you're talking about captaining a defender. But not Edison. Like, maybe you're Captain Diaz.
1: Or Cancelo, yeah. yeah then... I, I thought you were talking about captaining an attacker. Because, it's, I, personally, if you if you were looking to captain an attacker, I think, you know... They're, they're definitely two tough day games, particularly against Mourinho, who's just going to park the bus, you know, more than ever before against against um, against City. Um, so yeah, I I don't think captain's obvious that that week. I really don't. Um, no. And I guess it's all going to depend as well on on if Cancelo gets a rest. Um, Midweek against Swansea in the FA Cup which you'd expect him to then he may be the go-to I think for a lot of people
0: hope would be tempting but I guess it's just quite boring. I guess it's we haven't got many transfers before so to use a transfer on a goalkeeper of you know for all positions
1: you could really say who's the best captain Jesus or Pope
0: <laughs> you've thought that we haven't had long to prepare for this no, that's, that's good for you mate very
2: witty mate very witty <laughs> so there's going to be a white smoke rising from the listeners ears after that one yeah either no, that we,
1: or they're turning off um
2: i think giving us the wave yeah
1: we, we kind of expected the man city uh everton <laughs> one right obviously the bull the burnley fulham ones at the, the surprise what do we think of, so what do we think of fulham's Fulham's fixtures. they're the kind of team we've not really mentioned at all.
0: Everton away, Burnley away. But I mean, some people have Lookman, don't they? Uh...
1: I think Ariola is <laughs> quite is quite attractive. Again, that. it's
0: a, again it's a goalkeeper. This is maybe how uninspiring the game week is when you're looking at looking at goalkeepers. Um, I mean, there is the, the Fulham defender. Is it? Uh, we
2: got Robinson.
0: Here's Robinson. Yeah, Anthony Robinson. Yeah. I know he got sent off the other week, but. Maybe he could be a fun one, maybe.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't think I hate Fulham there. Like, I mean, they've, act, they've they've played a lot better recently than like the Fulham we remember from last time they promoted and, and at the start of this season. I think Cavalero could be a good shout if yeah. Mitrovic yeah. kind of loses his place again. I know, Josh, you were saying that you thought he was playing good, so maybe that's not going to happen. But, you know, if, if Cavalero was, you know, you thought he was going to start, he's on penalties, um, he's playing out of position, that kind of thing. I think Luckman's probably not a bad shout either. I know they're were kinda of saying like you might be buying into Burnley defence, but for, for what Fulham Assets cost in in the in the forward positions, I don't think they'd be the worst punts ever. And the obvious issue is that you'd probably want rid of them straight away. But actually I think they have Sheffield United in game week twenty five. So that makes them probably yeah, they do at Sheffield United yeah. at home, so that's, That's
0: not so bad away. either. Alice away as well, yeah.
1: It's a ama- It's amazing thinking that we're not even mentioning Mitrovic. Um, yeah. You know. Was- it's... He, he, he's, you know, he was always the talisman. He was when they were in the Premier League last time. He, had, he was at the start of the season, but he's
0: just not even an option now. No, he's not. There's too many, there's too many good strikers at the moment. Yeah. You. And he, his place isn't certain, is it, either? So, should we move Definitely on to the, the 25 fixture? Because, obviously, it looks like Leeds Southampton's been rearranged. So, that would have been our fixture a lot of us had for our bench boost. Mm. Um, so, Leeds have got Wolves away, Southampton at home. Southampton have got Chelsea at home, Leeds away. Now, obviously, Southampton are ravaged with injuries. Um, but Column, uh, I mean, do any Leeds players interest you maybe more than the Southampton ones?
2: Yeah, I was just going to mention on Southampton, just for people if they are thinking of them. Uh, I think Vestergaard could be back this weekend, but he's probably close to fitness anyway. Kyle Walker Peters, the same, and uh, Romeo as well. And they lost Stuart Armstrong, I think, to injury for this weekend, but they got Bednarek back off the suspension as well. So obviously, no, his red card got rescinded. So I mean, they mightn't be in as as dire straits as they are or as they were against United and as they might be this weekend for twenty five. So I would definitely keep them in mind. I mean,
0: you got me thinking there because Vestergaard obviously was scoring a lot of headers. The say Leeds, in Leeds, are <laughs> are, but leads are awful in the air, aren't they? So
1: they are. Might be from set pieces. There. Rich is going to captain Ben um, <laughs> Me game week 24 and uh, Vestergaard game week 25.
0: Well, I was just going to dismiss Southampton assets completely and just load up on Leeds. But actually, that, that Vestergaard...
3: uh,
1: that, you can't dismiss Danny Ings with a double game week. <laughs> I mean, d- Danny Ings with a double game week, one of which is against Leeds. I think this is great. I think I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the most popular captain choice that, that week. The question is, though, with Danny Ings, is, is, is how you get there. Because at the moment, a lot of us are sat there with with Antonio's, DCLs, Bamford, Watkins, Wilsons. They're all they're all significantly cheaper than Ings. So you know, there's got to be a bit of budget loss elsewhere to bring Ings into your team. Um, they're just
0: not looking that attacking. I know they've got a lot of injuries, but. And I know last year, Ings did very well with very low XG, etc. Um, yeah,
2: I, I guess a, a tempter would probably be if you had Bamford already, because like, as you say, Rich, Leeds' fixers are outstanding. I think people will be trying to triple up if they can. But on the Ings thing, um, DCL has got ever or Liverpool, excuse me, away in 25. So you Ooh. could easily, presumably, you'll probably have some bit of money in the bank and you could go dcl to ings if that's what you felt was the right thing to do when you already have bamford so that, that could be of interest
0: that's a very nice shout actually i'm actually quite gutted because i just going back to leeds as well i had triple Leeds um before the double game we got cancelled i had uh, rafina harrison and and bamford so i think they'd be quite quite obvious ones but yeah i like the shout of the southampton players now it's really got me thinking especially because yeah, they've it, got that Leeds fixture that makes any team look good
2: it really, really does. I think there was a lot of stats going around about Everton's XG was better in a half against Leeds than in, in some full games and things like that. So Leeds are going to give you the opportunities if, if you if you play anyway decent and like you would expect by... It's, it's kind of good that it's 25 as well because Southampton have a bit of time to, you know, regroup and just get players fit again that you might be interested in. Obviously, like players that mightn't even be FPL options, like even say Diallo, who was playing really well till he got injured, you know, and Romeo is obviously huge to their game, even if you're not going to think about bringing them in. But they, they could be likely to play better if they have their full strength, XI, which sounds fairly obvious, I know. But just something to keep an eye on injury wise.
0: I can see so many hits now with, these, with this game.
2: With this <laughs> oh game we
1: don't
0: have many transfers, do we?
1: <laughs> no, I think that's one of the reason why I said you got a roll this week. It might you know, you know, even
0: open up bench boosts.
1: I don't think. Do
0: you? Possibly could. There might be some people with Leeds defenders, uh, Leeds players left over where they didn't bench boost. I
1: could in, I could in twenty five. I've got uh, da- Dallas and Ailing.
0: I could. Do, do you know what McCarthy, I could do? Meslier. The, like, I, I could have um, team
1: set up for it. I could actually bench boost in twenty five with the likes of Dallas and uh, and Ailing, and um, and then wildcard twenty six into the double game week.
0: Or you could bench boost in twenty four with Coleman.
2: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I, I'm Definitely I'm not happy not. about the bashing my countrymen are getting on this pod tonight. It, it started off well with uh, know. You know Colin Callum but did, now we've got we got Seamus Coleman rotting on Josh's bench. Yeah. We've got Quivin Keller getting given out to for conceding, <laughs> and we've got ever. Shane Duffy getting battered as well.
0: My favourite ever player is Irish. It's Kevin Doyle. So
2: Rich, oh, Rich
0: forgets right. Rich forgets that
1: Seamus Coleman right was 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 seven million. Only in the 2014-15 season, not that long ago, he was 6.5 in 2017-18, and in tw- 2013-14, 180 points, six goals, two assists, and 20 bonus points.
0: I think it was that injury for him, though, wasn't it?
1: I'm not, I'm I mean, not by I mean, any San- means saying he's the player I mean, that Sanchez used to be, was 12 but, you million,
0: know. isn't he? <laughs> Sorry, Özil, Özil as well. Özil yeah. and Sanchez were premium assets.
1: We're, we're digging them all up, all the old uh, nostalgia <laughs> uh, picks. The only do you other think, thing, um, do you think, uh, do you think Theo Walcott will uh, will get a, a few buys ahead of that ahead of that double game week twenty five? It's been pretty. know, honestly, jokes aside, he's actually been pretty good for them recently. I know he picked up a bit of an injury the other day, but um, you know, him against him against Leeds, bit of pace. Could be. Uh...
0: I still think my priority is going to be Leeds.
1: Yeah, it is isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think it's really going to be leads andings because if you're going to go into that game week with um, Southampton defenders really at home to Chelsea, away to Leeds, you can't you can't see them keeping a clean sheet in either game really, can you?
2: Um, yeah the only other thing on that I suppose is if people were planning to wildcard into 25 so that they could bench boost in 26 the option is there to treble on both I guess and
1: yeah it just means the only issue is there's a good chance that either neither team or I think Mm. actually actually I think 20 yeah no I I think you could get the situation where you get Leeds don't double or Southampton don't double and then all of a sudden you've not really gained anything you've gained one fixture in 25 but lost it from 26 so yeah, i guess absolutely we'll, we'll know what the landscape looks like for 26 uh hopefully um this time next week
0: yeah i mean leeds they they're so cheap and the most important thing i think for them is they don't rotate either i mean it's only seems to be injuries that that causes rotation so they're going to be the easy captain as well but i think we've done quite well considering we didn't know about this like 10 20 minutes ago i'm a bit gutted that josh interrupted us when we were going to talk about kevin doyle but we could always talk about him and <laughs> we could always talk about him another time another time or shane if long. you
2: want to get your kevin doyle fix Richie, um is a pundit on RT and irish television so is he lots of kevin doyle for you there
0: i love it is she, and shane long might be might be the next to be recruited is he your uh, he's,
2: favorite he's got to he bang your if favorite you went for bournemouth, bournemouth first
0: <laughs> I feel bad because when I was quite young, we signed Kevin Doyle, and um, we went to this club, and we, everyone was crowded around Leroy Lita, and there was these two guys not really saying anything, and they were Kevin Doyle and Shane Long, and they were much better players. It turns out in hindsight, we should have been speaking to them. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and apparently Shane Long's quite good on the guitar. But, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I believe I believe he is. Yeah, I'd say he's banged out a few tunes after Ireland wins in in the past.
0: I see. I know he used oh, to play with Brian McDermott as well. But um, let, let's move on to our, our questions, our Twitter questions. We'll just go through a couple of them because uh, obviously we've had to add that fourth headline. Uh, so Michael Lund has said his overall rank has gone from 2.6 to 1.4 million in the past five game weeks, all because of good planning. Michael is still 100 points behind in his league. How do I get even more aggressive? Bragging rights are at stake here. Uh, so should we, should we come come to you first, Colum? Um I mean, what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, I think we might have covered this a little bit earlier, but it's it's kind of again the old boring. Like you know, if good planning has got you this far, kind of why deviate from it with so many game weeks left? I know it probably feels like that we've had so much football that there couldn't be, but like it's only gone into game week 23 now. So I think the time for you know crazy punts for captaincy and stuff like that, if if your main goal is winning a mini league, might be you know into the 30s in game weeks but at the moment i'd probably kind of stick with your with what's got you this far
0: yeah and it's, it's especially hard with these double game weeks coming up because i've tried a few punts here and they're like Marnay and stuff but they've just obviously just not worked out so we've got a question for you josh so fpl says if one has bench boost and wild card available with no free hit should we be looking to wild card 25 to maximize double game week 26 see this question is probably out of date now isn't it uh what with the what with the news? Yeah, I mean, would, I would your strategy so. change um, because of this news? I
1: think I think we're still in the position where we need to let the FA Cup midweek next week unfold, um, get the information from that, and then then the strategies will start to emerge. Sort of what's best to do because right now, um, I think it's it's looking difficult to it's looking more difficult to to uh to wild card in game week 25 because you know you want to be loaded up on Leeds or Southampton but then who's to say that in 26 they have a double but if you're in your situation for example you used your bench boost you're probably better off then because you can load up on Leeds and Southampton um say you know four of them Bench them and field eleven doubles in game week twenty six and play your triple captain for example.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's change, it's changed a lot of stuff uh, with with this. So I guess we just do one more question uh, for, for you, Colin So we go to the the FPL very differential, who I think is coming on the show in a few weeks. Uh, said how important does James Justin look as an asset and are there any appealing Brighton defenders with some sort of attacking potential? Um, what do you think?
2: <laughs> yeah so I was like obviously I think we have a little bit of a Justin chat already but he's only 5.1 million pretty incredible value um I know Pereira is back now I think earlier in the season a lot of people maybe strayed straight away from Justin because they're they were worried about Pereira but I mean Castagne is injured now and Justin playing on the left kind of makes me more confident that it, and he's playing really well too but the fact that he's playing left back makes me think that he'll probably stay in the team ahead of either of them and that they could be the ones to rotate if, if that is what happens but he doesn't look particularly droppable at the moment and he said you know hasn't succumbed to injury yet either so that's great um yeah I think if I was investing I'd probably do it right now before 23 or possibly hold off and as Josh said just get some get some info on whether like Leicester might have a double or not they have a couple of tough fixtures after playing Wolves away this weekend and they have a really good run from 27 so I think I'd probably be trying to hop on him on Wildcard, if not before that.
0: Yeah, they're perfect, perfect. So we we round up the questions there, because like I said, we got the uh, you know, we had to pop that extra headline in, and I think we've done quite well, um, just making it up as we go along. Uh, we got some feedback from FPL Big Bear. Good listen, this, guys. But how can you talk about defensive options outside of City and not mention Rob Holding is beyond me? At that price, and given Arsenal's defensive solid, solidity, he's got to be right up there. Um, We didn't actually put, leave this bit in the pod, but we did think that Leno was going to be sent off. So that's why we didn't mention, <laughs> mention Rob Holding. Um, so we'll move on to our partner chat. Mikko Tokram's algorithm. You can sign up to that at patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm um so the Iceman's team as always his team is in great shape uh despite a lot of difficult fixtures for your 11 this week the grass isn't particularly much greener on the other side, so no need for desperate actions the transfer algorithm rates getting in son for Rashford which gives a BCV of 0.16 as his best move this week and then giving the armband to son against West Brom um, but what he also goes on to say is that the main alternative is saving his transfer. That holds high validity too ahead of the possible double game week announcements, which we've now got. So Mikhail obviously sent this earlier. Um, basically, Mikhail's saying that possibly he should look at saving the transfer um, because there might be double game week announcements. So I'd imagine that's quite, you know, that probably is, is still going to be the move, seeing as we haven't had a Spurs double game week announced yet. Yeah. Um, so we're also partnered with fancy Football Hub and have been given the exclusive sign-up offer code of SURGERY15. So if you go to fantasyfootballhub.co.uk, you can sign up there for 15% off. All you have to do is use that code. So that's capital letters SURGERY15. And of course, we're partnered with FPL Doodles. You can find Doodles on Twitter at FPLDoodles1. And every week, he does the artwork for the pod release tweet. So we'll move on now. So we've transfers and captains um i think we might have covered this already really but colin what what are you thinking
2: yeah so just on the captains i'm probably still between son and bruno and then on transfers my main plan is to do a, a very luxury move of brewster to Antonio, which i think is going to feel great and oh. probably bench dcl i think and i guess i'm rolling the other transfer uh in anticipation of the double game weeks and probably having two two going into double game week 24. So I'd say that's the, the current plan before the Friday pressers.
0: That's a very, very nice position to be in. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? It sounds very similar to Josh, I think.
1: Very similar, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, um, I'm also Sutton or Bruno, uh, captain. Um, I am uh, going Brewster to Bamford, getting him back in, correcting that mistake. And obviously that now looks an even better move with that game week double game week 25 announced. Um, and then rolling my other transfer. So I've got two next week to deal with double game week 24 and double game week 25.
0: Yeah, and for me, I mean, I, I was looking at rolling anyway because obviously I did a hit last week to give me a bit of bench strength. So, and that, that announcement now has just made me think I'm just going to roll, have two free transfers for next week. I think at the moment, my captaincy is between Sonnen and Antonio. Um, those Antonio's, fix, you know, the stats he's putting up are very, very tempting um but it's one of those ones where if i don't captain son and son halls i'm going to be like oh that was so obvious not to do it but yeah it's, it's up in the air for me between son and antonio because as josh says i don't captain bruno but maybe i maybe i'll change my mind on that soon so our differential picks we obviously pick some earlier uh, it may well change cause this double game week um but colin should we go with what what we've done already so who's your differential
2: Yeah, so I picked before the pod, I picked Mason Greenwood as my differential, who I don't think anybody will be buying now. (laughs) Um, So he's 7,000,000, 1.9% owned. And it was basically something that Solskjaer said that kind of got me onto him. So there was quotes after the Southampton game, which I suppose you have to take with a slight pinch of salt because it was such a ridiculous scoreline. But he kind of said that United's right-hand side had been a problem area for them since the heady days of Antonio Valencia. And he reckons that the AWB-Greenwood partnership can can be the one for them going forward, kind of saying that that'll give them a strong right-hand side. So basically, I was looking at someone who with low, low ownership, high potential, and possibly going to start at the weekend, but obviously it would be a huge punt. And now that we've got fixture news, even more so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still a good fixture. And I mean, if someone's got, like you've got where well, you've got two free transfers... Oh, I guess it could still be argued it would be a waste, but maybe maybe someone's on free here. And I think all that matters for this for this part is, you know, it's just a bit of fun. Uh, Absolutely, I, I really like that pick. I really like that pick. Um, how are you? How what are you thinking, Josh?
1: Well, I was on PVA Patrick Van Aanholt because I like their fixtures and he's back in the team now, and obviously we know his attacking potential. Um, but after that announcement, I think I'd probably swap it to uh the man who i mentioned on the scout cast ben me because just got good fixtures and he's got a bit of goal threat he's nailed so i think he'd be he'd be who i'd go for there and he's also very lowly owned
0: fair enough and yeah my one's a player i sold recently i was between two players i sold recently uh just by luck he's still got that double game reach since rafina 1.4 percent i think i mean it almost feels a bit cheating really because obviously we know he's good um, we know he's good but yeah ridiculous price as well um so my one's my one's rafina um so really that's that's the end of the podcast um Column, thank you so much for coming on i mean especially with one where we've had to kind of wing it and we've just had to add an extra headline
1: and thanks yeah. also for, for for spotting the uh, double oh, yeah. gaming
2: announcement
0: <laughs> and, and that but yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, I must just have a, a, a knack of uh, seeing news and stuff like that. Maybe it's why I'm uh, tweeting out so much press conference stuff. But yeah, I really appreciate being asked on, lads. It's been a pod that I've listened to for a good long time, and I think you've you've done really well to take over from the Iceman. So fair play for that. I've been enjoying it um, pre and post um, Iceman. So it was a uh, it was nice to get asked on, and I was glad that I actually needed to use the bathroom during the Iceman's piss. That was a bit of a A boon for me, and also my bathroom is freezing, so it worked out really well. So, yeah, thanks a million. Yeah, it's like
0: a bar behind the scenes, isn't it? The first piss break. Like, it's not Um, quite as exciting as it seems, but
2: that's that's it's it's pretty good.
0: (laughs) It's pretty good. And, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, thank you so much, like Josh says, for actually noticing the double game weeks. Because while Josh was just messing around on Twitter while we're recording, just seeing if Reese James is playing, you were actually giving us you know good news not that reese james playing wasn't good news um and also the awful thing with this is reese james could get sent off he could score an own goal and i sound so happy that he's playing um (laughs) (laughs) no honestly colin and where can people find you on twitter if they don't already because obviously your your followers are shooting up every week because of the great work you're doing
2: Oh, cheers rich um yeah my twitter is at column v hayes so if you're kind of interested in fpl and press conference news Would you likely air if you're uh, listening to this pod so that's where you can find me
0: yeah and it's, it's so important right now when when these game weeks have got like no turnaround time we need every bit of information we can get so i think the whole community would say thank you for your work there um so please help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash fpl surgery you can join the fpl surgery podcast league the code is 439 hw9 can find us on facebook soundcloud reddit and twitter at fpl surgery subscribe on itunes remember to rate the podcast five stars and you can email the ice man fpl surgery What is it fpl surgery podcast at gmail.com so josh you've just got one more thing to say
2: up the pod up the pod up the pod
1: Jaylings is doing things. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Oh, please.
2: <laughs> Wait, say it again. Jaylings is doing things. No.